You're listening to The Keys 107 on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Keys 107. It's so nice to have you join us as we, together, open doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness. Today's show is the third part and continues our Get Your Business Together series, which focuses on search engine optimization, a.k.a. SEO. It's a code, a.k.a. SEO. Let's face it, all business types is driven by a web presence. It's almost impossible for you to try to get the word out, market you, market yourself or your brand without a strong internet presence. As soon as you say the name of your business or service to anybody, whether you're on the phone or in person, the first thing people do is go to their mobile and type in the name of your business and see where you come up. Well, your ranking, if it's not a good ranking, you will come up at the bottom and people will scroll and look for you and maybe say, I can't be bothered and walk away. So we're going to help you improve that today. Make no mistake, this is how we function. It is web-driven. Our guest, Israel Rothman of Social Media Marketing has seven tips to help you improve your internet ranking and how you can market using social media. Israel Rothman is an internet marketing consultant who ranks number one, according to Google, in local number one in local news advertising agency, according to YouTube search, and number one media advertising agency, and number one real estate social media advertising. And he's authored several publications on SEO marketing. He's here, he's ready, and my co-host, Brother James, is in the house, so expect something wonderful to happen. (laughs) Get ready, get your pen and your paper to take notes, call in, get one-on-one advice, 213-943-3618. I'm going to give the number out again, so get ready. It's 213-943-3618. You can call in via Skype by clicking the Skype button above the slideshow. The chat room is open on blogtalkradio.com slash thekeys107. Or you can send us your questions via email at suggestions at thekeys107network.com. I am your host, Rafika. I am so happy to be here with you. I'm very excited about today's show. The healthy tip of the day is up next, followed by a short break. Oh, I got to go get my pen and paper. The Keys 107 Network presents the healthy tip of the day. The healthy tip of the day is to drink your food. Digestion actually begins in the mouth upon chewing food when saliva is released from your salivary glands. Before swallowing each bite of food, chew it until it becomes liquid, approximately 30 to 50 times. Chewing your food thoroughly until you are essentially drinking your food allows you to efficiently digest and to better assimilate nutrients from what you eat. Today's healthy tip of the day has been brought to you by Organic Soul Chef Medea Allen. And for more wholesome eating and living tips, visit OrganicSoulChef.com. The key, unlocking the doors to unlimited possibility. This portion of the key was brought to us by Moon107.com. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Rafika Consultant and Services Technology Trainer. Do you need help making your computer or smartphone work for you? Whether it's managing your email, navigating Windows 8, working with MS Office, creating videos for YouTube, or any other technology needs, our friendly and expert trainers are ready to help you get it right. We also provide public relations and web design project management. 
For more information, contact us at www.repeatstf.com or on Facebook at Repeat Consultants and Services. The Keys, unlocking the doors to unlimited possibilities. Yes, this is Brother James. Uh, good evening, all. Well, um, welcome to the Keys uh, 107 family, Israel Rothman, and we are happy to have you with us here today. And uh, and hopefully our listening audience will garnish a great deal of information that can help them with this Internet marketing. Well, you know, I don't know how long we have here, but it just goes on and on. <laughs> I'm certainly available to uh, do that. Are you ready for me to speak now? Okay. I can't hear anything, so I'm just going to start speaking. Israel, well, can you hear me? Somebody says something. Can you okay. hear me, Israel? All righty. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so to to you know, let's just go a little okay, bit about so what, into your background, Israel. Let's go a little bit into your background. Introduce yourself to our audience. Okay, well, um, I have a background in marketing and sales, and I've owned about twenty-eight companies, and I almost went public in two thousand and six. So I've made and lost a lot of money. So every mistake that you're about to make, I've already made it, and it cost me a lot of money. So I'll never forget it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm going to save you a whole bunch of time and effort. Okay, um, Israel, if you can, I would like a very small. Um, if you if you can, give us a small or a small definition of what exactly is search engine optimization. Well, search engine optimization, um, you know, has kind of changed in what it means, and I really don't even like to use that term. I just call it internet advertising or or internet publishing now. But originally, it was about putting a title tag, a description tag, and keyword tags on a web page that you were probably either building manually by typing the characters or by using something like Dreamweaver or Front Page or something like that to first author the page and then have to upload it to the server using a different program and view it in a different program. And, uh, of course, nowadays, you know, the software is much more efficient on the Internet. Everybody's got broadband. So diminishing the size of files isn't as important as it used to be. Um, But it's still important, no matter how high quality your content is. You know, as time marches forward, it's more and more important whether people like what you said and whether you posted it in the right place and whether you said it first. But it still matters. It's still critical to format the content properly and to get what's called your metadata right. Because your metadata is what's used for search. Well, how is important is search? Well, 80%, 80% of the purchases online are, are begin with a search from a handheld or mobile device right now, 80%. Okay, so we're talking um, something that's growing, and it's you know there's always going to be a newspaper and yellow pages and all those things, but the market has shifted so fast nobody knows where it went. And there's basically two ways to get to the top of any search result, whether it's from a handheld device on Facebook or Google or a browser or whatever it is. One way is to pay more per click or per impression or per action than anybody else. So you're basically bidding against everybody in the whole world for that advertising. The problem with that is that you're probably competing with lead generators. Now, let me tell you what a lead generator does. You know, for instance, a real estate lead generator doesn't have to sell a house. He doesn't have to buy any real estate signs. He doesn't need an office. Okay, all he's got to do is sell advertising to realtors. 
And mm. so he bids those words up and buys all those important key words, and the realtor can't afford them. So now in order for him to get a lead, he's got to buy it from the lead generator. So the whole model is very much an advantage to the medium. And it's amazing that they pulled it off to be able to charge actual print prices for something that's completely digital. Not one tree needs to be killed. There's no gasoline burned, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but um, the, there's another way to get on top of the search results and to come up when people are looking for what you do, where you do it. And that's to do a better job on your metadata than anybody else and to simply publish information that's either better put together or rearranged for a unique market or perhaps it's unique in all the world, which is what I do. I write articles about what we're talking about right now. So, so if you Israel, type go, in five, yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's, let's just go back for one second. We want people to understand that it's very, very important to, to be on the somebody types in the fluffs present the alphabet. We want that to come first so people don't have to scroll and look for it. And you're saying, right, because they're not going to do metadata. that. They're not going to scroll. Yeah. We're impatient. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're looking for a clickable telephone number, by the way. You know, now let me tell you something your webmaster's never going to tell you. Nobody wants to see your stupid website. I'm sorry, but they really don't. You know, if they're doing a search from a handheld or mobile device, it's probably a phone. And probably what they're looking for is a clickable telephone number. They don't want to go to your website, wait for your website to load and try to find a telephone number. And they don't have to if you optimize your metadata properly. You can provide a 10-digit clickable telephone number to anybody that's set up that way on a mobile device, which is most people at this point, and growing, so that when they search for what you do, where you do it, the first clickable telephone number they see is yours. In my opinion, the only reason paid advertising online works at all is because when you're paying for an ad, you understand that you need to put your telephone number in there. And for some reason, I can't really fathom. You can do an awful lot of searches that a lot of you would like to come up on. And the only clickable telephone numbers you will find will be in the paid ads. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with promoting yourself for free online. That's what I do it do uh, also. But this has become a specialty where you have to learn to do a few things properly. And because people consistently don't do that, it's not that hard to outrank everybody else um, by just following a few simple rules. Okay, let's, let's go right into those few simple rules. Let's go into the title. Okay. The title, and incidentally, these rules apply to whether you're building an Internet profile, a blog, a website, a landing page, uh, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, whatever it is, all these rules still apply. Whether you're posting a blog post or putting up a profile on a social site nobody's ever heard of before, the same rules apply because they're all going by the same algorithms and the same rules as the big guys, and we all know who that is. Okay, So um, these rules apply to everything you do online. So you're going to use them not only for blog posts, but also for your profile. So the title is the most important thing in any profile or any blog post if you want to rank for that search. So, But you have to know not to use certain characters in the title or the robots will not read your metadata. And you have to know how much they're going to read. And you have to also know that people might be looking at your title of that page across the top of their browser window if they're in Explorer or Firefox, for instance. Which means that although, you know, the robots are only going to read seven words or combinations of words called tags, which I'll get to in a minute, you could tack on a telephone number and have it be right there available without having to look for it. 
Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about telephone numbers because on the Internet, um, symbols come before numbers and numbers come before letters. Now, why is that significant? Well, because most people don't pay any attention to any of that. So they go fill out their title, their most important words that they're going to rank for, and they're competing with everybody else in the world to come up under those words, and their title starts with a letter, an alphanumeric letter. And so if there's anybody in the whole world that knows better and they start their title, for instance, with a street address or a zip code, or a clickable telephone number, then um, that person is going to outrank everybody that doesn't know this. So there's one tip that you just got, that if you'll just follow that every time you do anything online, you'll outrank 9 out of 10 of everybody out there because they don't get it right. Okay. Now, you don't want to do this consistently and in a pattern so that you're Fooling the robots. What we do, we don't fool robots. But if we're putting up a real estate listing for a street address, it's our prerogative to put the street address first, right? So we put the street address first and we outrank everybody that didn't do that. So they're all trying to be real fancy-pantsy and saying, oh, beautiful street side view and everybody already bounced, you know. And we're giving them a clickable telephone number and then telling them why they want to click it. Do you understand the difference? So mm-hmm. here's some rules about the title. No punctuation. None at all. Okay? You'll hear a bunch of different things. Could you maybe get away with a punctuation at the end of the title if you needed to? Maybe. But, you know, if you just follow these rules, you'll do a lot better. Okay? So just don't put any punctuation in the title other than a dash or a pike. A pike is a shift backslash. makes a nice vertical line. You'll see it in a lot of titles to kind of divide up groups of words in a title. Now, when you're thinking about search engine optimization, a lot of times your titles are going to be a little longer than they would normally. So what you're trying to do is put across the right message and also use the words that you want that post or that page to rank for, Mm -hmm. which is why people that have a lot of pages that are optimized for a lot of different searches and a lot of depth of content get a lot more hits and a lot more business online than people that don't. So, you know, content production and optimization becomes the name of the game. To optimize your titles, you can use all the connective words you want, you can use two symbols, can't you, okay? If there's any dashes or any pikes early in the title, that will help your rankings. The robots are going to treat a clickable telephone number with dashes, no parenthesis, just dashes. But uh, they're going to count a clickable telephone number as one word. Now, your title can be up to seven keywords or combinations of words referred to as tags. And you can have it be longer if you want, but they aren't going to read it. They're going to stop right there. Now, they're going to ignore the connective words. Okay, so it and uh, you don't have to worry about those. You can use many as you want, but the robots are going to ignore them. And then uh, proper names like San Francisco or words that are commonly used together can be treated as one word, like real estate. Okay? So those are your rules for your title. So whenever you do a profile online or a blog post or a website page or anytime you're filling in a title, whether it's a video or an image, you want to optimize your images too. Then um, that Wait, all Israel, text before, that. Israel, before we go into the, the images, I want to go back to the uh, clickable phone number. How do you make a phone number clickable? Well, when you pull up a search result on a lot of handheld devices, and it's not universally up because people have different platforms, different pieces of hardware, different services, and different software. But in the great majority of the cases, if you pull up a title or a description tag, which is what you see in the search results when you search for anything just about anywhere, and it has a phone number formatted in that way, it is clickable. And that person that has that phone knows it. And if you think about it, you'll realize that you know this because you have a phone and you've noticed clickable telephone numbers. Well, that's how they got there. 
they were put in a tag that was designed to make that clickable telephone number available to you in the right format. Okay, so it's not something that you set up. It's something that comes up in the search. In the search. In other words, you can't format a telephone um, Well, you definitely want to put it. Yeah, if you have a landing page or a website or a destination page, or you definitely want to provide it there too. But this can happen without them ever seeing your website, video, or whatever it is that comes up on the rankings. Because they're going to do a search on a mobile device, and they're looking for a telephone number. Let me explain how this works. Let me, can I illuminate a little bit on how it actually gets you business? Right one of the things we one of the things we do for our clients you know that do business with us on a certain level and we're pretty cheap you know um is we put up a page for their area that has for instance all the major auto dealers or major realtors in the area if you want to see that you go to coosbay.uplog.org and uh, so we have master sponsors that are on every page for a whole area, and then we get one realtor, one auto dealership in each town kind of thing. And so um, uh, one of the things we do is we put up a page that's optimized for the major dealers in that area. Now, why would we do that? You know, we have a client. We're exclusive to that client. Why are we putting up a page for the area on our local blog and what soon becomes the biggest Facebook group in town that shows their biggest competitors? Well, the answer is very simple. Those pages are optimized to come up under their proper name with a clickable telephone number. Guess whose telephone number it is? My client. Guess what he can't do for himself? He can't do that, but I can do it. It takes me a couple of hours. I can put them on top of Google for any search. And I can make his clickable telephone number come up on that search. How much is that worth? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> now, what we do, you know, is we teach all our clients, if they'll listen, and most of them won't, so you don't have to worry. If you're a good listener and you follow these rules, you'll outrank almost everybody because people are not consistent. They don't have attention to detail. It's hard for them to maintain a discipline of doing a few little extra things each time. And so it's easy to outrank them. So okay. um, you want to move on to the description and the keywords? I want to move on to the body. Okay, to the body. Okay, well, in the body, you're going to want to take your title and you're going to want to paste it into the body. If you're doing a blog post or a web page, because you want to make sure those very important keywords are also in the body of your post, because the title has to be relevant to the body. Now, you don't have to stuff a bunch of extra keywords or use them over and over again, but they got to be there somewhere. Hmm. Also, if you want to make absolutely sure that the robots know that those are important words in the body, you can make them into a header, a header two, three, four, five, or six. And that, that, uh, that, that helps also to make that post ring. And so if it only has one header in it, and that header is exactly the same words that are in the title, and, um, you know, a little secret a lot of people won't tell you, if there's not very many words on the page, if it's mostly an image or a video, it's going to rank even higher because it's very specific to those words on that page. And so you're always going to want to put um, those words in the body of the page, and you're going to want to link them back to you, back to that page. And the reason you're going to do that is so that whenever you post that page or share it or bookmark it or spread it around and you build um, a trail back to you, then the robots and the visitors can follow that link back to your website or page. And that gives you what's called link authority. In other words, everybody's pointing at this guy, everybody's subscribing to his feed, everybody's plus one in his posts. He posts a lot. Those are all good things if you want to rank. 
So you can basically be yourself and just talk about whatever you want as long as you optimize it properly. And, you know, people that have dogs live in houses and buy cars and clothes, and that's how you need to look at this. There's something you know about that people would like to hear about, and so that's an audience that you could sell something to. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about the description. Okay. The description, you know, in, in any video or image or web page or blog post, you know, your description is what you're going to see on that search right under the title. So the two things you're going to see on mobile search without visiting the website is the title and the description. So let's say that you have a title that has the street address, for instance, of a real estate listing. And says, nice view at the end, because you could pack those two in. Huh? Okay, or ocean view. Okay, well, then in the description of that page, you're going to want to put a telephone number for sure. In your title or your description or both, there needs to be a clickable telephone number. Now, that being said, the description does not matter for SEO. But I want you to close your eyes and think about doing a search on Google. You do a good search on Google, you have those nice shiny links and a little description underneath. You decide whether to visit that website or call that person based on that description. So your description is your call to action. So forget about search engine optimization. Accept that. You can't use those illegal characters. You know, stay away from punctuation. You can use a period in your description, but I don't like to. Um, you know, stay away from the illegal punctuation and make sure there's a clickable telephone number in the title and or the description. If you're writing about a place, then you might want to make the description say something like, I know everybody in this town. Call me. I'll answer your questions just for fun. <laughs> you know, give people a reason to call you. Okay. A call, a call to, to action. action and a telephone. Yeah. Right. Call to action. A call to, okay. So that's your description rule. Now let's talk about keywords. You're going to take and copy and paste those same words that are in your title into your keyword tag. And you're going to separate them by commas. You're going to remove the connective words. Zip codes count as keywords. And for the clickable telephone numbers count as keywords. And so anything like that um, can be left in there. Um, I usually don't leave street addresses, but um, you can if you think it's a hot property that might send you hits and leads down the road. Um, but you're definitely going to want zip codes and street names and city names. And then you're going to remove the connective words and separate each word or combination of words, like real estate in San Francisco, by a comma and your keywords. And you're not going to add a bunch of keywords that don't exist in the title and the body. You're going to make each post, each image, each video specific to about seven or less keywords or combinations of words. And that's all you have to do to outrank 99% of everybody out there. So you said seven or less key words. That's very interesting. Um, is it true, Israel, that when you, when you're, um, when the you, when you search... The tag can take up to 26 words, but if you do that, you won't rank. You're trying to be too broad. So. Go ahead. Seven the tag. Okay, I'll go um, a, a typical Google search. Any time you have an how do you, is that the highest you can rank below that ad? Well, no, you can bid against everybody else in the world for every click and be uh, the one on top there until your money runs out. So those, so you, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that you can't go higher. Than the than the clickable ad than than the than the uh, paid for ad because sometimes they sometimes they populate on the right side but sometimes when you search well those are few... those are paid ads it just depends on whether anybody's paying for that top spot okay a lot of times it's a different price or it's a different program where they're using up some extra budget oh just if any of these clicks are available you know where they're 
they're taking a broad list of words because a lot of times big companies do this. They set aside ridiculous amounts of money, for instance, to buy pay-per-click for their proper name, which if you think about it is really stupid because nobody else can legally use it. But they still, even though they control all the organic results, they buy the pay-per-click too just to make sure nobody else can be there. So I guess they're getting to where they value this <laughs> because they spend millions of dollars a year, the bigger companies do on that. Right. Okay, well, you have also on the list that you sent me, um, immediately dig.com, Facebook.com, Google+, and tweet. And let's just elaborate on um, that. By right, the way, right. Have, okay, so now go ahead. By the way, we are looking at um, – a guide that uh, Israel Rothman authored called Blog Posting SEO Guide, and that's available on your website. So just in case anybody wants to go there, they know where we where they can go. Oh, to find yeah, us. or just type it into Google, Five-Minute Blog Posting SEO Guide. You'll find me. I write for D-Zone and Yahoo News and people like that. Okay, so, so, um, so what she's saying is, okay, there's another item on the list here that has to do, okay, so we went over the title, the link back and the body, you know, the, uh, the description and the keywords. And then the other thing is, is you want somebody to see all this, okay, and you need link authority. So now that you've got this optimized right so that Google knows where it came from, first thing you do is you go Google bookmark it, dig it, whatever sites you use to bookmark things. And as soon as you do that, it gets spidered, okay? So that means Google knows where it came from, okay? And so does everybody else. That's a permanent record forever, believe it or not. Okay, so now... You can go repost this all over the place, okay? Don't listen to what anybody says about duplicate content because now you're pointing back to the source. I always like to say original article is here and put that big bold link at the bottom pointing back to the original article because guess what? If they like the article, they might want to visit, read some more of your articles. You don't want them to do that, do you? But also the robots will follow that link, and that will give you power. And the more places you post that in keyword-specific sites, in other words, groups on LinkedIn, Facebook, Google+, and anywhere else where they're optimized for specific industry words or specific keywords, that's going to increase your rankings because of that link back. Comprende? Got it. Got it. Um, Israel, we're going to break for a brief commercial, and when we come back, we're going to pick up mm. on our conversation about SEO marketing. Just hold on to one second. You're listening to The Keys on Blog Talk Radio. Moon 107, the online one-stop shop for organic skin and hair care products, music, art, children's books, ladies' clothing tops, men's French cut shirts, and our new line of sparkling ring, earrings, and pendants www.moon107.com That's www.moon107.com On Facebook, Moon 107 Fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you Do you need help making your computer or smartphone work for you? Whether it's managing your email, navigating Windows 8, working with MS Office, creating videos for YouTube, or any other technology you need, our friendly and expert trainers are ready to help you get it right. We also provide public relations and web design project management. For more information, contact us at www.repeatstcs.com or on Facebook at Repeat Consultants and Services. Welcome back to the key with your Mr. Well, we're back. We're talking to Israel Rothman of Social Media Systems, and he's giving us some points, some tips on how to optimize our digital marketing, uh, social media marketing, social advertising presence, or your digital footprint. How do you get it to the top? It's not a difficult seed. It seems 
adopted, but it is a very simple process. You've got to just follow these simple, simple steps that Israel just gave us. And one of the things that always mm-hmm. caught my attention when you and I first began talking Israel was the fact that you said no punctuation. It is so habitual when we write that we automatically punctuate. But you're saying in the title there should be no punctuation. Other than a dash or a pike. Those don't mean anything else in computer language. They don't mean anything else in computer language. Okay? All those other things are read differently by the robots depending on which language the robot's written in. So you don't want to mess up the algorithm by throwing them wild cards like that. Well, let's talk a little bit about content marketing. That's sort of a buzzword in the industry right now. And let's break it down to the person who's, let's say, designing their website using template sites. They're they're doing it by themselves. They they didn't hire a big company to take care of all these points that you're talking about. So let's talk about what content marketing is and how it is important to your ranking. Well, you know, um, things have changed a lot. You know, there wasn't any content marketing when I went into business in 2001. And, you know, we started giving away free ads. And the free advertisers were typing perfectly optimized pages linked to our sponsors' websites. And that allowed us to guarantee specific results on Google. Well, the world's changed a lot since then. And so now content marketing has kind of become more mainstream. You know, if you think about it, it's always been there. There's always been advertorial. There's been radio shows. There's been TV shows. But the idea of doing this all digitally um, without an actual physical radio station, TV station, or anybody's permission, for that matter, from the Associated Press or anybody else, and being able to get as big an audience as you can get based on popularity and be exposed to everybody in the whole world that you care to contact for free if you're willing to put in the time on Google and Facebook and others, that changes the playing field immensely and kind of levels it. So while most people don't realize, they may think it that, that you know enables the technology and the powerful. It's actually exactly the opposite. Because what it does is it increases the value of the content itself. You see, the most power on the Internet is controlled by Google. Now, how did they do that? Well, they gave away free search results. They put up a box and said, we serve. And everybody said, well, how are you going to make any money doing that? And they said, don't worry about it. Just try it out. We have good search results. Now, in those days, you could hardly find anything without searching for three or four pages that was remotely close to what you were looking for. But what Google knew is that eventually the the Internet would evolve. And if they could get people to participate in the Internet for free, that eventually that content would have value. Well, now that content can get distributed for free with nobody's permission. The content itself, if it is formatted properly, and it usually isn't, but if it is formatted properly, the content itself is the power. It is the advertising. Let me give you an example. You ever heard of Obama Girl? You don't watch yes. politics and weren't, weren't around when he got elected if you never heard of Obama Girl. Now, in my opinion... Obama did not have a snowball chance in hell of winning the primary without Obama girl. That's just my own personal opinion. But but anybody that saw that video go viral has got to realize that if you could do that on purpose, it's worth a lot of money. So basically, content marketing is about trying to do that on purpose. Now, there's two ways to do it. One is to get lucky and have the thing go viral all once in a, you know, and nobody could really do that on purpose. It's very hit and miss. And some people get huge funding on Kickstarter for something that should have never been funded, and other times good products don't get funded. Um, But, uh, by the way, type the secret calendar into Kickstarter. That's a good project that should get funded um, that I'm working on right now. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, good projects don't get funded, bad projects do get funded just because um, distribution is free and popularity matters. But now um, th- there's also another way, 
And that's to just beat the drum more often and louder than anybody else, which is what we do. So in other words, you know, I decided I wanted to be the number one Internet advertising consultant in the world some years ago. So that took me about a week. Okay. Now, now because I've been that person for all that time, I can write an article about you and make you the number one Internet advertising consultant in your town. And if you'll follow our instructions, you will eventually be a top influence in several groups in your town with a million people in them or more and in some niche groups that target your market well, for instance, real estate groups or or uh, for sale by owner groups or barter groups or that sort of thing, those people all represent an audience, very much like the penny saver or the, you know, the tabloids. But there's, you don't have to print anything. And you can reach all these people in seconds. So when you go to promoting an event, this becomes very important because events are all about right now. So you have to be able to touch people like a few hours before this thing happens to get those spontaneous things to happen. So nothing that's delayed or in print is going to accomplish that, is it? But if you're the guy that's been blogging in these groups and blogging consistently and optimizing properly and you rank for these terms and you could say that, you could prove who you are and show that you're the expert on the topic, basically you want to write a book, just start writing it. You don't need anybody's permission. If anybody likes the book, you can bring it to the mainstream publishers like my client, Christy Sayo, uh, who hit the New York Times bestseller list last, last November after coming out of nowhere in 2010. Um, you know, if you can build an audience and popularity and rankings for a search, all of a sudden, the publishers can't say no to you. The mainstream media, the guys that are the gatekeepers, the guys that thought that they own the market. Why can't they say no to you? Because now you own the market and you're exposing the market to their publishing company and putting money on their books. Ooh, that's a switch, isn't it? It's kind of like what you're doing with Blog Talk Radio right here, sweetheart. <laughs> so content marketing is about, yeah, content marketing is about creating and optimizing and distributing content for free online. That's what it's about. Okay, let's talk a little bit about social media systems. Okay. If somebody wanted to contact you, what could they expect? with your package? Well, we've got all our prices online and everybody's, you know, um, more than willing to look at them. We have basically two levels of service. People are either sponsors for their category in a town or for an area, you know, and uh, the people that sponsor a town pay, you know, a minimum of 300 for three months if we have to build the town from scratch or they pay a hundred dollars a month or a thousand dollars a year and so it's very inexpensive advertising they don't pay per click per lead or per anything and they're the only guy in town that does what they do and we do everything we can to feed business to that bit local business without putting them on a page populated by his peers that comes up line 10 like the yellow pages of searches that we come up line one of. All the guys that pay in the yellow pages $300 a month, they can split that head if there is one. <laughs> well, Israel, give out your telephone number and your contact information. We're looking for three kinds of people, okay? And, uh, and, of course, we're always looking for advertisers that want to bury their, you know, have a, a ever-increasing presence. The, the difference between content marketing and other forms of advertising, other advertising, you spend the money, it works or it doesn't work. You stop spending the money, you wasted your money, okay? Content marketing is cumulative. It's inexpensive to begin with, and it gets easier and easier as time goes on. So you get to where you're so powerful online, you could post something three or four times a year and maintain your rankings, and you continue to get business forever. And so we have master sponsors that pay $2,500 a year for like a county or in some cases a state, depending on how well-developed. And if our advertising is worth more, we may change our prices in the future. You know, basically what you could charge for Internet advertising is what it's worth. Think about this. These people are paying on PayPal or something online. If they're not happy, you can't keep them. So there's no sense in selling anything that they're not going to be happy with. 
All right. So give out your contact information, Israel. We're looking for bloggers and salespeople and technical people that that would like to be part of building a blog in every town and the biggest um, social network in town and the biggest Facebook group in town. We're doing it in 150 towns, and we're coming to your town if we're not there already. <laughs> so when somebody contacts you to blog, can you just give us a, a, a snapshot or a description of what well the advertisers don't have to do yeah okay so the advertisers don't have to do anything now we do provide them all with um, basically the training you just got and how to do a blog post because we want them first of all to understand what we're doing for them so that they have a value to that okay and secondly um, we want them whenever they fill out a profile or anything online to do a good job of it because it's going to enhance their business and if they do well we do well okay so we always provide a little training and support even though the advertiser does not have to do anything now we found that the advertiser don't want to do anything okay they want to fill out a questionnaire and have us do it and have their phone ring so that's what we concentrate on okay but um, in order to do that somebody has to make that connection and make the sale even if it's just a lead and I close the deal, that pays 30% of gross. If somebody is doing our blogging in an area, in a town, or even in a state, if they want to um, put a little effort into it, um, then if we sell any advertising on those pages, and we will, they get 30% of the money without ever doing any selling or talking to the customers. And the technical people, if they can do setup and graphics and stuff, we occasionally sell a website. We have some blog setup to do. And the technical market will pay what it's worth because it's easy to outsource that stuff, you know. But if people want to work with us, if they want to believe in what we're doing, if they want to help us build the biggest advertising agency in the world that charges 10% and pays the other 90%, in case you've been keeping up with the math, to the people that do the work, we'd love to have you be part of our new business model where there's no bricks and mortar and you have the lowest taxes in the world. I do mine in 30 minutes and oh, I'm almost nothing. And uh, you get to write off everything and you get to set your own hours and you don't need to commute and you're not um, sending a bunch of money to the war machine to fight over oil. So maybe we can back that up a little bit. And there's a whole bunch of reasons why it's a great way to make a living, especially if you're creative. Um, and uh, don't really um, want to work for the man. <laughs> okay, Israel, we're getting ready to close this section out. Uh, Brother James and I have some housekeeping news to tell our listening audience, so just hold tight. Um, Israel, I think what SEO marketing is, and you've clarified it for me. I mean, I, I, I have a whole different approach to how I um, – into information on the websites that I've designed for my companies. Um, and, and it's just interesting. I, I can't tell you how that punctuation thing, being a you know, former English teacher, just rang, resonated with me. Even as you were speaking today, I had to go back into my website to make sure I had no punctuation because it's just habitual. As soon as we write, we put an explanation point, we put a question mark, Yeah, the other thing is the link back. You know, people go out and they post this stuff all over the place, and without that link back, the one that's going to rank is the biggest site you posted it on, not your website. So, mm -hmm. you know, little tiny things can make a huge difference in your marketing. Let's explain what a link back is. A link back is um, the same words that are in your title, preferably and make them into a header and link them back to that page. So what it is is a way for the robots to say, okay, this is where the page came from originally, and this is how many people are pulling this information from that page. So that gives you what you call authorship or authority. All my power is based on authority. I don't do a ton of posting. I don't submit to a bunch of link farms. I don't do the scattergun approach at all. All I do is one at a time, 
I try to write a really good article and post it in on-topic groups and in the right places. And, you know, I'm a LinkedIn all-star. You know, I can reach 2 million people in 72 hours with anything I want to say. I, I just feel so honored and privileged to be part of your audience here today and just to have an opportunity to speak. To me, the Internet is so exciting because we all have that opportunity. Okay, hang on, um, Israel. Brother James, did you have something to say? I see that you've raised your hand. <laughs> well, yes. Um, on the uh, we have a caller in. Uh, Hafiz has a question for uh, Mr. Rothman. I wanted to bring him in to see if we had enough time. Do we have enough time for the question? Oh, we do have enough time. And Hafiz, your mic is live. Okay, great. Hey, how is everybody doing? I love you all. Hey, Israel, can we spend a second and? See, how could we help blog talk radio shows like this take their stuff right up on Google to get their viewership up for things that are shortly planned and not too much time to make? Well, you know, it all, it all works the same way. And blog talk radio has a lot of link authority. But what you need to understand is it's all centered around radio. Okay, so um, the best way to promote a blog talk radio show is is whether the blog is on the Blog Talk Radio site or somewhere else, is to build a bunch of these real strong links back to that site. Now, that'll have a couple of effects. Okay, one is that it'll elevate it in the search results. It'll get more hits, you know, and if your formula works, if your funnel works, you get more deals, okay? The the other thing it, it will do is it will build um, a permanent link authority for that site. So if the site's optimized the same way, the same rules apply to your basic setup on the website or web page itself, no matter where it is. Nowadays, Google treats any web page the same. It doesn't matter if it's a database command. You don't need a separate special URL People aren't going to find it by knowing where it is. They're going to find it with keyword search. So the metadata is much more important, and the links back pointing to the source of that information. Wow, Israel. Like, I know we have hundreds and hundreds of stuff in the archive, like great shows that were at the time great, and I don't, instead of having them just sit there and buried, are you saying that we could go back over the archive, make sure the keywords and meta tags are up, and experience like an almost immediate surge in traffic to the old shows? Oh, it's better than that. Let's say I'm a celebrity, and I have a bunch of old properties that haven't been popular for 30 years. That stuff is absolute gold for advertisers that want to reach the people that are fans of that celebrity. Wow. That's a whole show in itself, but that's, that's incredible because you're right. Yeah, any data... Any any unique in all the world, especially unique in all the world data, because then you're the source of the information according to Google, and that puts you on top of the world. And they're there for sure because all those, they're the content creators. You just have to get that out there to those indexers. You can just ping the robot and tell them, here, look here. Well, and usually these people, you know, there's all kinds of copyright laws, and you guys are probably up on that more than I am, but what I've found is a lot of times, you know, the way the mainstream media works is they don't understand free di distribution. And so when these people give up the rights to the book, that's all they gave up the rights to was the book. And they've even retained the right to sell the book themselves. Ha ha, the, ma the manufacturer, I mean, the publisher doesn't think they will. So they give them a sweet deal. Oh, yeah, if you sell some books yourself, then you get more profit, okay? But um, they can sell all the books they want. They can sell all the merchandising. They could sell, you know, gold and jewelry. They could sell, you know, T-shirts. They could sell cups. And they can just be a celebrity and make a living for being themselves. You know, if you don't believe me, think about how many of the prime TV shows are reality shows. Well, And then... And just you can Google yeah. you, leave you. You're 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 there, and you were there first in most of these circumstances. So, would you feel comfortable if anybody hearing this that has intellectual property that they want to monetize or they feel hasn't been monetized well, could you drop your phone number for? It? I know it's not clickable, but if you gave them your phone number, 
It's out here. Yeah, 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 I'm easy to find anyway. My name's Israel Rothman. You know, you bring up about a billion documents that contain my name because there's a country named after it, and there's a lot of Rothmans in the world. But um, uh, (laughs) my telephone number... They need to go direct. They need a number. Yeah. Uh, but I still come, I'm still, you know, on top. But anyway, um, uh, the telephone number is 541-982-9291. And by the way, you know, if you're not managing your reputation, somebody else will, and you might not like it. So, you know, a blog will also manage, uh, maintain a control of your proper name and your branding and make sure that people not only get a clickable telephone number when they're researching whether they're going to buy from you or not, which they're going to do in nine out of 10 purchases before they give you any money, but you're controlling what they see when they do that. How much is that worth to an existing business? Gee, I don't know. (laughs) It could be a lot especially if they have some bad PR that needs to go away. We can trump it and at least um, spin that story so it doesn't damage the business. Well, Israel, we want to thank you. Uh, Thank you, Hafiz, for coming in and asking those important questions, and especially about um, how do you monetize and move the Blog Talk Network forward. We appreciate that always. Um, Israel, your advice is so important to people who have websites, and as we said earlier, introducing this particular show, you have to have a web presence in order to be in business today because as soon as people you tell people what the name of your business is or you, what you do, what your service is, they automatically go on their mobiles. And as Israel highlighted, 80% of people use their mobile phones today to connect with businesses and to find out who you are. So you've got to make sure that your search, that your search ranking is at the top. And uh, you can listen to this show in the archive on uh, blogtalkradio.com. Slash the Keys 107. You can go to the Keys website, www.thekeys107network.com, and you could contact us on Facebook or connect with us on Facebook at the Keys 107. We are building our Facebook Facebook group, and so excited at the numbers that we're reaching. And if you have a show suggestion, you can contact us at suggestions with an S at the Keys 107network.com. And I want to take a moment before we close out. We have a treat today. We're going to play the song by uh, Patrick Dells, our uh, certified herbalist that was on in our earlier show talking about preventative uh, ways um, for cancer. He gave some very poignant points on simple things you can do every day. Uh, His song, Prison, we didn't have time to play it last week, but we're going to certainly play it today as we close out. And we're going to also play I Believe by J. Smith. And there's a few people, uh, Brother James, that I just have to thank that I didn't get a chance to thank earlier today, and that's, of course, the Gramps Morgan, um, Ernie J. Smith, and the the, uh, Organic Soul Chef, Medea Allen, for the healthy tip of the day. And you, of course, our listening audience. Without you, we could not have been where we are today. So we thank you for taking moments out of your time to listen to us. And um, Brother James, is there anything that you need to say? Well, God bless, and let's get this social media going. Everyone needs to try to shoot to be number one. Let us be the example. Until next time, have a good evening. Oh, <laughs> okay, brother. I thought you were going to let the cat out and talk about next week's show. Next week, we have a very special guest. We have R&B singer and, and new author Kevin Owens. Um, you may recognize Kevin Owens' name for his long work on with Ray Goodman and Brown. Uh, he has over 20 years on the road with Luther Vandross. He is Luther Vandross's a very good friend, and he's wrote a book called So Amazing, a tell-all book about his journey on the road with Luther Vandross. So he's going to come and talk about that book. Um, We're going to see if we can get him to give one away, you know, uh, while he's on the air. And we also uh, will be playing some Luther Vandross music, James. Can you believe that? Yes, that's a wonderful thing. 
It certainly is. I love, 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 love Luther Vandross. So I am pretty excited. I read the book, and I'm going to stop talking before I start letting some of the secrets out. But tune Absolutely. in next week, Let's Thursday. Let's some music. Okay, tune in next Thursday at 8 p.m. This is Sister Rafika. We are heading out. Here we go with uh, Patrick's song, Patrick Dell's song, Prison Life.
You're listening to The Keys on Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio.